Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Having a bet on the footy this week? Top this. Top Sport have hundreds of markets to choose from across the AFL, NRL and rugby. So whether you're into the big goals or the big hits, there's something for everyone. And Top Sport will let you on for plenty. Top that. Download the app today and bet on your game your way. If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Dream Team Series continues. Joining us on the podcast, a guy that played 291 first-grade games, and he did it bloody well too. He played 11 times for Australia, 12 times for New South Wales, and proudly six times for country. Off the top, mate, representative highlights from your career. What stands out? Oh, geez. Um... Yeah, I was super fortunate to, to play alongside some of those guys. Um, for me, probably one of the, the the best moments was Sean Timmons kicking the field goal in Origin, um, Golden Point. I think it was actually the first time Golden Point had come in in Origin mm-hmm. as well. And, um, yeah, him banging that field goal over to win it. Um, yeah, the other one was probably our Tri-Nations win in Australia in 2006. Um, again, golden point. Um, first and goes down the right-hand side. Dummies makes a break and Darren Lockyer just looming up in the middle, scores a try, win the game. Um, yeah, you, you pinch yourself to be involved, involved in those ones. And then, yeah, you know, I'm really, really proud to be able to wear that country jersey and we actually had – one of the games in my hometown yeah. uh, in Dubbo at Apex Oval. So to go there, and I was actually fortunate enough to be captain and lead the boys out on that day. So pinch yourself moment to be running out on the ground where you play junior footy in a representative game and and being uh, being captain of it too. So, um, yeah, those ones, yeah, just off the top of my head, but really special, really two, special. Two grand finals, one win, one loss. Let's go back to 04. The Dogs beat the Roosters. In a game that I actually reckon is vastly underrated, it was close, it was tough, I, I thought it was a beauty, was a winning and a win in the Premiership, the biggest game of the year, the ultimate prize, was it everything you thought it would be? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the feeling, the, um, yeah, the tingles, the every, like just the, there's all sorts of emotions running through you once that, once it, it ends, Um but then it just keeps getting better and better because you you know you're spending time closely with all the teammates straight away, and then the extended squad comes on, and then all the background staff and all the people that make sacrifices and stuff for years and hours and and do all that, and then you know to go then on the the bus back we've got a double decker bus back to see all the fans that couldn't make it inside the leagues club, and then. We got inside of the leagues club and went to all the rooms through there, and then we eventually got back to our families at about two o'clock in the morning. So then it was like these best moments just kept coming and coming and coming. It was just like, and then we sort of got back into that room and to be able to share the share the moment with all of the the families and close friends and everything like that. It was, um, yeah, it was really really special. And you know, your your ultimate dream. I would have given my right arm to to play one minute of NRL, but once you play one minute, you want to, you know, you want to play semis, you want to play in a grand final and you want to win one. So 
um, to, to be able to win that game um, and, and, like I said, to share it with all those people, it was, yeah, crazy times. With captaincy comes a whole lot of responsibility, but it also rewards. You're the one with the photo lifting the trophy. That is super cool, mate. That is super cool. Yeah, look, it was um, it was not it was something that I never ever thought of either. Um, but the the previous time I'd been captain, it was in St John's Opens um, at school. Wow! And we actually got pumped in all three games. So. Here I am going to toss the coin in grand final week against Brad Fittler in his last ever game. He's the opposition captain. I'm standing there going, far out, what am I doing? <laughs> and then, you know, it was that was pretty much my job. Then toss the coin and then sort of run out after that. My job was over for that particular day. Um, yeah, look, and, and was really fortunate to take over the captaincy after that. But, um, yeah, to stand there, to, to look back and... You know, I guess through the ups and downs of coming through those under-20s days and even times when I pretty much was going to move back to Dubbo to stand there and hold a trophy up on grand, grand final day. Um, yeah, even though, you know, I was the standing captain because unfortunately Pricey was injured. But, yeah, to hold that trophy up um, far out, it, yeah, you pinch yourself. Okay, this is the Dream Team. Andrew Ryan is joining us. It can be any player from any team, any Competition, any era, um, making or cutting down to 13 has been a problem for plenty of our guests. Who are we starting with at fullback, mate? So what I've gone with here, I've gone with a team of, it's around stories and there could have been a couple of drinks involved occasionally in these these stories, but this is, this team there, it's a fair team too, don't worry, once you go through it, but Every time I look at all these players and think back to some of the times through those periods, these are some guys stand out. So not a bad player to lead us off in the fullback position, a guy by the name of Darren Lockyer. Yep. I love it. Darren Lockyer could do everything on the field. And despite how serious, how professional he was off the field, there was a very, very different Darren Lockyer. He had a good time. He uh, didn't say much leading into games and stuff, but um, yeah, he just he just knew how to get a team together. Um, you know, one of his many many strengths. Um, but yeah, champion fella, um, low key hu- human, but yeah, good man. What about our wingers? Our wingers are Anthony Minicello and Eric Grove Jr. So um, <laughs> both of these guys, um, you know, fortunate enough to to hang around a bit and and have some laughs with and um, certainly a, a tale or two and a couple of stories. Um, you know, most of, of Eric's ones roll around a bit of music and I was lucky enough he, he came up to Newcastle a few weeks ago, so it was good to catch up with him and sing a few songs. The the, uh, the speaker was rolling pretty late into the night and, and then Minnie, you know, Minnie was always good fun. Any any team you went into or around environment, he was he was real loud and energetic and buzzing around. He's good value. Two very different guys. Uh, Eric Groth Jr., one of the loosest but funniest human beings I've ever had the, the privilege of meeting. He is an absolute ripper. What about our centres? Our centres talk about two very different guys. Um, I've got Nigel Vangana and Mark Gaznia in the centres. So, um, again, great fellas, good fun, um, and, yeah, just um, I remember meeting Nigel when I first went to Canterbury and, um, yeah, just a good relaxed, you know, loves his music, loves a couple of relaxes and just being around people's company. 
Nigel Vungana, seriously underrated. Like, does, doesn't often get mentioned as, you know, an all-time elite player. And I don't know why there was a couple of seasons in his career in particular. Mate, he was at the top of the tree. He was the benchmark. Unbelievable. You know, that I, I didn't play in their team in 02. Yep. Uh, but he was he was out of control. And then, you know, I was lucky enough to play with him in 03 when I went across to Canterbury and just a knack of being able to be in the right place at the right time, just a calming influence as well. And, um, yeah, champion fella and been lucky enough to spend a fair bit of time with him post-footy, you know, working together at the NRL in the transition programs and stuff as well. So uh, very good man. Okay, what about our six and our seven? Who's running the show? Yeah, these blokes are that do a, do a fair uh, job at running the show on and off the field. We've got Jonathan Thurston in the six and Andrew Joey Johns in the seven. Not uncommon to have JT and Andrew Johns paired in any of our dream teams. Mostly they're paired because they're unbelievable talents, but uh, off the field you've got two absolute leaders there as well. Just good fun. Yeah, you know, I remember meeting uh, Jono when I first went to the club, but he was only a young fella and just, yeah, just, you know, we've seen his laugh and stuff over time, but just I've just loved the way he's always stayed the same person. Yep. Um, he's he's good fun around the joint, you know, energy around training, but, um, you know, he's, yeah, and then, you know, Joey's just full of beans. He's good stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, good energy around the traps as well, so um, not a bad six and seven. Having a bet on the footy this week? Top this. Top Sport have hundreds of markets to choose from across the AFL, NRL and rugby. So whether you're into the big goals or the big hits, there's something for everyone. And Top Sport will let you on for plenty. Top that. Download the app today and bet on your game your way. If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Dream Team series continues and we've got Andrew Ryan joining us this episode. Let's move on to the forwards and we'll start with your lock forward, mate. Uh, my lock forward, um, tough choice here, but this guy, um, he set the tone. Tony Grimaldi played uh, lock for us at the Bulldogs and... Um, uh, just just fun just um he's all super witty always comes up with something but then as a player you know he didn't get anywhere near the raps he deserved from probably outside but I'll tell you what internally um every player loved him and uh yeah but just hilarious even to this day we still lucky enough to, to catch up as a group and he just yeah he's he's super witty super funny and um yeah, good value. The Bulldogs in our era have produced so many players in that mould of Tony Grimaldi that may have gone unnoticed in the big headlines, but at club level and internally, you just wouldn't swap them for the world. Good footballers, great clubmen. Big time, you know, and I put, yeah, there's plenty in that, um, but Corey Hughes, Adam Perry, yep, um, guys like Brad Moran I touched on before, um, Adam Brightson, these guys, you know, they're the, they're the glue around the club. They're mm. the guys that are there, whether they've come from Queensland or locally or from country New, country New South Wales or wherever, they just, they're club people. They're the ultimate people, um, just good value around the joint, set standards but have fun and, um, yeah, good, good value. Okay, mate, your second rowers? 
Second row is a couple of characters here, a guy by the name of William Mason uh, in the second row and that guy we spoke about, well, I've spoken about him many times, Brian Fletcher in the uh, back row. I don't know if legally you'd be able to pair the, these two humans in the second row together. There would certainly be some sledging to the opposition forward pack, William Marshall Mason, one of the best on the lip that we've probably ever seen. Ridiculous. He's still the same to this day. Um, he's hilarious. Uh, and and don't worry even about opposition. He, he'd sledge his own teammates when we're playing too, so that was always good. You're on your toes with Big Mace, but... Yeah, he would hold court at training around, you know, just telling stories and, and having fun. Um, yeah, good, good value, both of those blokes. I do a bit of corporate stuff, uh, functions around State of Origin or Grand Final and regularly team up with Willie and it just doesn't stop. And the thing I love about Willie is there's no filter. He just tells it exactly as it is and doesn't care. Yep. No, he's um, yeah, he's you know, I'm I, I see him a lot too. We're around the dogs together now as well. Yep. And um, yeah, the greatest thing about him is he's still super loyal, same bloke. But like you said, he's he believes in it that strongly. His own views, he just backs himself all the time, like his footy. Hundred percent. What about our props, mate? Oh, couple of characters these two: uh, Marco Mealy in the number eight, and Big Darren Britt in the ten. Uh, two very different fellas, two absolute legends off the park. Have you got a go-to Mark O'Mealy story, something that, that just stands out about the ogre? Oh, far out. How long have we got? Um, <laughs> it's always, yeah, the one that, and he probably gets frustrated frustrated by it the most, is just the, it's the, the met the deep heat, the metal in his head. Um, I still think for anyone that's been able to experience that live, you know, to, he doesn't like talking about it too much, but, you know, we, we always bring it up to the big fella and him sitting there pre-game just getting deep heat rubbed right through all over his shaved melon, all over his cheeks and his face just so that his, his head was on fire so he could go out and just put it in some crazy places and do damage to the opposition. That is brilliant. Darren Britt also there. What about our hooker? Danny Badiris in yep. the hooker shirt, um, been able to spend a fair bit of time with the big fella over over the years too and, um, yeah, just great value around the joint, good energy and, um, yeah, always, always a couple of stories in around Beds as well. With Bedsy, uh, if he had played in a different era or a bloke called Smith hadn't played in that era, I think we'd be talking about Bedsy as maybe the best hooker in the history of the game, he was that good. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I feel like he, you know, we talk we talk a lot about Joey through his time changing the game. Yep. Um, and I actually reckon Bedsy did as well in yep. that hooking role, you know, from coming off the back of, you know, that into that professional era, but where, you know, halves start. And, and hookers used to obviously be just super tough and, you know, great great players defensively and stuff predominantly, but, yeah, I actually feel like he had a big impact on the game as a hooker as well. And, yeah, look, Cameron Smith is unbelievable. Like, yeah, to go through his stats and yeah, yeah, to, and just watch him, the way he went about his work and stuff. Um, but, you know, being able to also watch what, what Bedsy did regularly in around teams and, um, you know, he, 
he probably didn't really want to necessarily take on the, the captaincy stuff initially, but yeah, just his actions and remember the one game in Origin where he just threw himself at Shane Webke, just tore down off the kickoff and just dead set threw his body at him, just didn't care about what was going to happen to him. He just wanted to show for his teammates, you know, and yeah, I feel like he changed the game. Great footballers, good timers. Darren Lockyer is our fullback. Anthony Minicello, Eric Groth Jr. on the wings. Nigel Vungener and Mark Gasnier in the centres. Our halves, again, are Jonathan Thurston and Andrew Johns. Mark O'Mealy and Darren Britt are our front rowers. Danny Badiris is the hooker. Willie Mason, Brian Fletcher in the second row. Look out. And Tony Grimaldi is the lock. Quick one before we go, mate. Back row and lock, you played a bit of both across the course of your career. Where'd you play your best footy? What position did you prefer? Yeah, look, I think back, I think edge back row. Um, you know, that even even through times in our era, that, that lock role changed a little bit yeah. where um, you put, played around the middle a little bit. When, when uh, early 2000s, you know, you had guys like, you know, Scott Hill or Nick Kosseff and these guys playing in that lock like a second 5'8". Even Freddie used to do it a bit back in the mm. day, you know. But then, yeah, I, yeah, I, I played sort of a fair bit in that edge back row on the left. I feel like it was it was my, yeah, where I could just hide a little bit more, you know, out, out wide. That was my go. Cracking team from a cracking bloke. And as always, a pleasure, Bobcat. Chat again soon, legend. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues, and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them, and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.